Welcome to I Need Some Air. Bending. A Last Airbender fan cast from someone who's seen the show before. And someone who has not. I'm Landon Ferguson. And I'm Michael Williams. Aang is determined to journey to Ba Sing Se in the hopes of finding his lost bison, Appa. However, he discovers a Fire Nation drill headed straight for Ba Sing Se, intent on destroying the wall. Aang and the group succeed in demolishing the drill from the inside of the mechanism. Meanwhile, Jet wishes to recruit Zuko as a member of the Freedom Fighters, only to learn Zuko and Iroh are firebenders. All right, Michael, so how about that drill? That drill is a complex piece of machinery. It's a monstrosity. It's huge. Yeah, it's like a skyscraper laid over sideways. It really is. It's like if they took the Eiffel Tower and tried to ram Bossing Say with that. <laughs> So, one of the things I noticed in this episode that I really liked, I've never really paid attention to it before, or thought much of it, but I like how they used martial arts logic to take down the drill. Hitting its pressure points, taking it down from the inside out, and then using its weight against it by just attacking strategic points. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty intelligent way of attacking this monstrosity piece of moving pipe. Mm -hmm. And it was a group effort. Sokka had the ideas and was the planner. We had all the work done by Katara and Aang and Toph trying to hold it off from the outside and then helping plug it up at the end. And they used the the drill's waste system against itself. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. Even though this episode was a group effort, one of the things I really noticed was that it was highlighting Aang's earthbending ability a lot. Like, he was even uh, primarily using the earthbending with fighting Azula and even taking down the drill in the final blow. He's come a long way. Yeah, he has. We pretty much saw him use the three styles of bending that he knows in this episode. We saw Mm -hmm. air, water, and earth. That's true. And I I thought they were all utilized in a great way. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago that he would have reverted back to airbending as a reflex uh, for a lot of the stuff, but he was really using all three of them now, putting them together. So great character growth for Aang. Yeah, I would say so. Any, like, I don't, I didn't really notice anyone else specifically have, like, character moments, did you? Not really, Nothing that stood out. I would say the only other one was um, was Sokka having a great idea. Like he's mm-hmm. the idea guy. So that tracks. Um, I didn't see anything standing out from Katara. Yeah, there wasn't like a lot of change with the rest of the group. Which, you know, it doesn't happen every episode for everyone. It was just character consistencies. Good teamwork, good ideas. So we see inside the drill, it's being commanded by Azula. And May and Tylee are with her still. Good to see them again. Yeah, it was. And when Aang and the group are discovered inside the mechanism, all three of them go to attack the group. Azula, assuming it's the Avatar, correctly so. And... We see Mei and Tylee go after Sokka and Katara, and they exit through the waste system of the drill, plugging it up, 
we do see with Ty Lee early on, she takes down like an entire force of Earthbender soldiers by herself. Um, well, not entirely true. May was also taking some down, but it seemed like they each had their own group to take down. Like, May was throwing darts, which were getting blocked, but Ty Lee was the one to, like, knock them all out with her chi-blocking ability. Yeah. She's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I would say so. And we also saw later on that Ty Lee jumped into the way system to follow Sokka and Katara, but mm-hmm. May did not. Yeah. She, she was pretty adamant about not going in there. Yeah, and sadly, that was the kind of the end of Ty Lee in this episode, because Katara just immediately plugs her up in the waste system. Yeah, poor Ty Lee. I'm amazed she didn't drown somehow. Yeah, I thought about that when, like, Toph pushed all the slurry back up into the exhaust, but we do see, like, just before it explodes, you can still see Ty Lee in the distance with her head poking out of the slurry, so I was like, all right, she's she's good. (laughs) And with Azula, she primarily focuses on Aang and goes after him, and we get pretty good fights with them, and this is where, like like I said, Aang was really letting his earthbending show. He wasn't just dodging with airbending like he was doing a lot in the first season and early in this season. And I wonder if... Azula was like ready for it because he did get the upper hand on her a lot I mean you have to imagine he's fighting different than he did the last times last couple of times they fought I think the most recent was the uh, abandoned town that they were fighting in and he was doing a lot of airbending there yeah I don't think he knew earthbending at that point that's true that's true he did not know the earthbending yet but he also wasn't Well, I don't know. Maybe I guess there wasn't water to be used. But he wasn't attacking. That's the big thing. Back then, he wasn't really attacking. He was still doing the the evasion techniques that he's so good at. And this time, I really felt like he was actually attacking. And then we even see with that big swell of energy that he put into the earth spike to crack the shell of the drill really blew Azula back. And it makes me wonder, like, what happens now outside the wall like there's still fire nation soldiers out there there's still the big wreckage of the drill i wonder where azula and tylee and may go also i don't know if you noticed this but there wasn't like an entire support system of tanks outside both sides of the drill like to its left and right and they didn't do anything in the episode they didn't fire at anyone, and they're just still out there now that the drill has stopped. I mean, I guess the Earthbenders can take it from there. Yeah, I think they can. Because I remember the team, the Earthbenders that got sent out earlier, they destroyed one of the tanks. So I think the Earthbenders can handle the tanks. It was just the drill that gave them a lot of issue. The drill did make it through the wall, by the way. But I guess now that it's out of commission, it can't move. Yeah. So it like put a hole in the wall and then immediately plugged up the hole. Right. And I right. guess the earthbenders they can figure out a way to push it out. Yeah, they'll push it back and I feel like it won't be hard to push now that it's not pushing its own weight forward anymore. Um but I don't know, I just was sort of thinking after the episode was over and I still saw all those tanks, I was like it might have been nice just to see like a full-scale retreat. Uh just a quick shot, you know. 
But that's a nitpick. That's a small thing. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the drill. Mm-hmm. They defeated it. We had some nice interactions with the earthbending soldiers and the generals in charge of protecting the wall. Yeah. So one last thing before we move forward. What did you think of the way they took down the drill? I thought it was a pretty smart way to take down the drill. Figure out a way to get the the schematics of the inside and how to hit it where it's weak. And we saw that they originally tried to knock out all the support beams, but they realized it took too much effort to cut each and every single one of them. Yeah. So I believe they decided to cut each of them about halfway. So if you put enough pressure on it, they would bend and break. Yeah, and that's that martial arts logic that I really liked in this episode of treating this as if it was a normal enemy. Its size and structure were no different, so I I really enjoyed that. But I also really like the concept of seeing them cutting steel with water because that is a real thing that you can do in modern-day technology with water jets. They're used all the time in manufacturing, so I thought that was a nice little uh, use of the element and of the bending. That's really, really smart. Yeah, I was impressed. Well, this episode was a pretty big on the action, very action-oriented, so we didn't get a, a lot of small, funny moments, but I would say that any interaction the kids had with General Sung was pretty good. He was a pretty funny man. Yeah, he was quite confident in their ability to take down the drill without the Avatar's help. He was comically overconfident. Mm -hmm. uh, We saw the moment where he sent out his team to try and stop the the drill, and they failed. They they were defeated by Ty Lee and May. And we saw he had that moment of panic, and Sokka came up and slapped him. It's like, get it together, man! Yeah. I feel like General Sung hasn't had, like, any practice at defending the wall since Iroh's siege. Like, that was a long time to defend against the siege for 600 days, but it's been a while since then. I feel like nobody's nobody's taken this wall or tried to take this wall since then. And so he may be a little bit just out of practice and a little uh, complacent. Yeah, a little uh, overzealous. Yeah. But it made for some funny moments, especially later when Aang's trying to hit the pressure point on the drill and they're all throwing boulders down at him. And he's like, General Song, tell your men to stop throwing the boulders out. And we cut up to General Song, who's like 800 feet up or whatever. And it's like, men, whatever happens, do not stop throwing boulders down there. Yeah, I don't think he heard Aang at all. I, I have to imagine he didn't hear Aang, so I don't, I don't know why Aang tried to yell at him or whatever. Like at least use airbending to, like, shoot your voice a little higher. Carry, carry the sound waves. Yeah. Okay. What are your... Any closing thoughts on General Song? Yeah, I think it was very smart of the writers to have him be just slightly incapable of this defense strategy so that he could turn over reins to the Avatar, who is still just a kid, right? Like, if this had been some confident brute who is you know cocky and it would have felt weird to give up command to the team avatar but it just felt right with him being just slightly off capable 
So we see with Zuko and Iroh this time, they are at the unloading section of the ferry system to get into Ba Sing Se. More to the right of the Serpent's Pass from last episode, with the drill being the drill attack being on the left side. And you had to also have your passports approved a second time to get into the city, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then there's like a wait for the train to take you deeper into the city. And while they were waiting, and we see Jet, Longshot, and Smellerby again this episode, and Smellerby mentions how they are trying to go straight ever since the incident with the dam in Season 1, which we speculated last episode. It's nice to actually see them say that out loud. I could not remember if that was an official thing or not. And Jet is wanting to officially recruit Zuko to be a part of their group, to be a freedom fighter. And at the moment that he goes over to ask Zuko, we see Iroh get some supposedly hot tea from a vendor and said out loud that it was cold. Very loudly. Very loudly, yes. And Zuko is talking to Jet off to the side, tells him, no, I don't want to be a part of your group, which I thought makes sense. Like, Zuko's not looking to actually help people. And I feel like last episode, when he helped them take the food, that that was more for Zuko. That was like a slightly selfish act for Zuko, because he was also frustrated with eating old food and their living conditions. Would you agree to that? I would say so, yeah. It was more... I hate to say it, it was a bit more selfish for Zuko last episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, he helped them out, and then he got what he needed. It was the frustration with his own situation that led him to help in that episode. And so when Jet tries to get him to do more of that, he's got no reason to. And consequently, while they're off talking, Iroh heats up his tea with firebending. And Jet sees the steam and puts two and two together and now knows that Iroh and Zuko are firebenders. Or at least that Iroh is and that Zuko is Fire Nation too. And this is where I talked about last episode that Iroh gave that speech to Zuko and Jet saying that people can change and deserve second chances. And we see in this episode that like Jet is determined to out them and prove that they're Fire Nation and still has this all-out hate for Fire Nation, and seemingly did not take Iroh's words to heart. Nope, he definitely did not. So we are going to see how that goes with him and Longshot and Smellerby. Because it, it really does look like that at least Smellerby and Longshot, they want to go straight. They don't want to do what they've been doing anymore, like mm. going after the Fire Nation and causing harm yeah and smellerby even has her doubts that they're actually fire nation she's like well so what is tea was hot that's yeah it's tea unfortunately jet is right i mean yeah we know jet is right and i love iroh but that was not smart of him it was not to very loudly announce how cold his tea is and then to heat it up and expect no one to notice yeah I'm sorry, Iroh. I love you, but that was stupid. I I forgive you, though. Though, 
in defense of Iro though, which I can't believe I'm the one doing this, um, he doesn't really like know Jet's character that he would get hung up on that if he was outed, right? Like you don't really know that Jet is paying that much attention, if that makes any sense. I wouldn't say Ira needed to watch out for Jet. I just mean, you're in the Earth Kingdom. You probably shouldn't be firebending. Yeah, I mean, it's a very subtle thing, though, right? Like, he it, he probably just made heat. He didn't actually, like, make a flame or anything. So, I don't know. It Yes, it was a very foolish move, but it's not like Iroh necessarily had any reason to be on guard like that much. I don't know. We will see. But I, I forgive Iroh. I forgive him. Yeah, it's it's an honest mistake, I guess. So, the important thing, though, is that Jet is going to be in more episodes. I think that's clear. And that his path will now be trying to out Zuko and Iroh. And that's going to be a very interesting dynamic. Uh, without any proof... We'll have to see how this drives his character. I am interested to see where this goes next. So that leaves us with world building. And I think the only thing we really get a good look at and idea of is just more of the immigration process into Ba Sing Se. It really is like an actual immigration. Like you have to be approved twice, both... boarding the ferry and coming in, which makes sense. Like, you're, the world is literally at war still. So you want, like, this double verification, I guess. But then also it just takes time to get everyone, ass- like, assimilated into the city. There was a lot of people waiting at that train station and at the docks. Which means they're getting a lot of refugees from all over, and I'm sure it's a constant thing. So, But if any place can handle the overload, I guess it's Ba Sing Se. Yeah, I would definitely say it's Ba Sing Se, because we still have not seen the city, and it looks huge. That's true. And one other thing is that we learned that Ba Sing Se means the impenetrable city quite literally named for its walls well i mean it got penetrated i mean yeah and it did twice they even bring that up with uh general sung they're like well, what about the dragon of the west he got in he's like uh yeah but we we it was quickly expo- he was yeah. quickly expunged and then technically azula got in but she was also quickly expunged so i have a feeling they're gonna be losing that name sometime soon <laughs> um, I actually think the name is is quite safe, and you you might see why next episode. All right. All right. So plot development. They're in the city. They are in the city. We haven't seen the city, but they are in it. They're in it. They will get accustomed, I guess, get settled in, and most likely head for the king. Why do I have a feeling next episode they're going to get to the the other wall of Ba Sing Se and they're going to run into some trouble there? And then uh, we won't officially get to into the city until, like, like, the finale. It's just a Russian doll situation every time. Like, there's, a, there's just more more walls. 
Well, you're basically describing like modern game design, right? Like where you see your destination in the distance. And so you have to travel there. And every time you get to like a certain location between here and there, you have to fight these guys. And then you have to do this. And then the path that you were going to go over explodes or breaks or whatever. Now you got to go around this way. And you finally get to your destination. And it's like one cutscene. Yeah. I have a feeling they're they're going to get to ba, to ba Sing Se, the great city, and it's just like a couple huts and a grocery store. <laughs> what do you think the logistics of meeting with the king of Ba Sing Se are going to be like? I have to imagine it's um it's a taxing process because isn't this isn't this the king of the earth kingdom? Uh, if not, well, Bossing Se is the capital of the Earth Kingdom, and he is the king of Bossing Se. So, how far his reach is outside of Bossing Se, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, because I can't remember um, any other Earth. Well, I guess was Boomy a king? He was the king of Omashu. Okay, so kings are like mayors. All right. Yeah, I suppose. Because in my head, I was thinking, well, that's like trying to get a meeting with royalty. It was like being in England and trying to get a meeting with the Queen. So yeah, yeah, that's not going to be easy. So I imagine it's not going to be easy trying to meet with the Earth King. Uh, Even for the Avatar? Well, we will see. It depends on how serious they take the Avatar. That's true. It has been a hundred years since... There's been an avatar, so he may not have much jurisdiction inside the walls. It's possible. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. If you've enjoyed this episode or any of our other episodes, please tell a friend, subscribe, leave us a review. It'll all help out the podcast a lot. And we finally have an email that you can send us questions, comments, your thoughts on episodes past and present. Obviously, try not to spoil too much for Michael. Yeah. And you can reach us now at our email address, avatarfancast at gmail.com, to ask us questions, leave comments, or any of your thoughts on past or present episodes. And thank you so much for listening. All right, Michael. Tell us what next week's episode is about. Next week's episode is Season 2, Episode 13, City of Walls and Secrets. Aang and the kids finally arrive in Ba Sing Se to see the Earth King, only to find mysterious forces within the city conspiring to stop them. Okay, so we have a conspiracy on our hands. So... Give me a quick thought, quick prediction on what the mysterious forces could be. I imagine it's someone who doesn't want Aang to see the Earth King. That's the only right. thought I could have. Any alignment with the mysterious forces? I mean, it could be Fire Nation. Could it be someone... In the Earth Kingdom? Like someone working with the Fire Nation against the Earth Kingdom? I mean, anything's possible. Then yeah, I guess anything's possible. It could be the Cabbage Salesman. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
if anything's possible, I'm holding out hope. So real quick on the cabbage salesman, and I may have mentioned this last episode, but I, I just if I did, I'm saying it again. If he shows up in Ba Sing Se, because we know he was trying to get in, okay? To destroy if he Ba shows Sing up, Se. Whatever the motivation. If he shows up with cabbages, I, I'm going to start giving your theories more credit, Michael. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted, Landon. In all seriousness, though, I think the thing that I'm going to be looking for is why the conspiracy to stop the Avatar. No matter who it is, I want to know the motivation because I do remember what happens and who it is, but I I never have really nailed down on exactly why. Like, what, what the end game is, I guess. I know why. I just want to know why. It makes sense. Don't think about it too hard. Uh, all right. Give me a, give me one quick closing thought after I said I want to know why. I just don't know why. Well, I want to know why as well, Landon. And we will find out together. I hope so. Hey guys, one little announcement before we leave. Uh, Landon and I will be on a vacation next week, so on Friday, May fourteenth, we will not have an episode going up. Just wanted to let everyone know. All right. Join us next week for our discussion of The City of Walls and Secrets.